Have you ever wondered why so many of your goals don't come to fruition, even when they're your most desired and passionate goals? You have the purest intentions to make them happen. For New Year's goals, many times by the end of January, life starts happening and you find yourself just slipping. And before you know it, you're falling off the wagon. Happy New Year. It's 2024. For many of us, it's the time to reset and restart. For some of us, it's just another day. And for others, it's the time to leave many of the challenges of the past year behind. And for some, it's the time to build on the successes of the last year. So many of us have goals for 2024. Many choose not to set goals. Some of us get tired of setting goals only to find them get left in our journals. And after life starts happening, we just leave it behind after a couple months. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. In this episode... We're going to discuss the five reasons you do not accomplish your goals and what you can do instead. Welcome to the eLaborate Topics podcast, where we focus on lab-specific strategies for medical laboratory professionals. We're proud to be the healthcare detectives that work behind the scenes to get the results needed to influence medical decisions. Let's grow together and jump right into the lab. Welcome to Elaborate Topics podcast. An Elaborate Topics podcast is a weekly podcast where myself and my co-host Taiwana Wilson and Stephanie Whitehead and other guests bring you topics and tools and tips to help you to excel in your laboratory journey. And today I'm your host, Lona Small, your laboratory coach and consultant, and I'm very excited about today's episode. I'm so excited because we are in season four. This is the first episode of season four. We are excited to have been serving the medical lab community for over three years, and we have over 27,000 downloads, 178 episodes. We have a global listening audience of over a hundred countries. So that is exciting news. So before we start, I'm going to give you a quick project for you to just accomplish your goal. I'm going to give you a small goal to accomplish, and that is go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you can get amazing episodes like this. Share it out with your friends because I know many will benefit from today's episode. So growing up and going through elementary school and high school, I had good grades. So I decided maybe based on cultural norms or social influences, I decided I wanted to go to medical school. 
But when I took my exams in the final year of high school, I was very disappointed. I did not get the grades. You needed at least straight A's to vie for this one medical school in the Caribbean where all students across different islands in the Caribbean was vying for, and I didn't get in. was lost. I felt disappointed. And it took me a year to figure out, and I found the medical lab profession. So since then, I've set a lot of different goals, and many of them maybe seem easy, and I accomplish them without much thought, and others I struggle. And I thought something was wrong with me, and I needed to fix that. So I was in the process of self-improvement, learning high performance. I started to learn about neuroscience and the power of the mind. And that was when I discovered something that gave me a great relief. And that was, I was not broken. Nothing was wrong with me when I try and I fall off the wagon and I didn't accomplish my goal. And the good news is tell you that you're not broken either. Even though you're finding it difficult sometimes to stick to your goal that you set, the problem is not you. It is the way that they taught us to set goals. And having those training from experts in high performance and neuroscience, brain and mental fitness, I believe that you're in luck because I'm going to help you with some of the information that I've learned over the past decade. So now we're going to talk about the five reasons you do not accomplish your goals and what you can do instead. So the first reason you don't accomplish your goal is that you set means goal and not end goal. And I know I may have lost you, but don't worry, I'm going to explain what means goal is and end goal is. So end goal is that ultimate goal that you want to experience when you accomplish your goal. What is it that I want to experience when I accomplish my goal? Whereas the mean goal is how you believe that you need to accomplish that end goal. So a lot of times we focus on what is it that we need to do in order to accomplish that end goal. Example, I want to feel fulfilled in my career would be an end goal, whereas the mean goal would be I want to be a lab director in order to feel fulfilled in my career. But a lot of times we never past the mean goal. If you haven't even thought beyond the mean goal, why is it that I want to be a lab director? And when I coach my clients and I go through that deep, seven levels deep why, that's when they realize that I want to feel fulfilled or I want to be at peace or I want to feel happy. That's really the end goal. And that's an eye-opener for a lot of people who haven't really tried to figure out why their end goal. So your main goal is that vehicle that you choose to get 
to that end goal. And many times choosing the wrong vehicle is really what trips us up. We spend our time trying to accomplish to get to that vehicle. And we don't realize that if it's not aligned with our end goal, that's when we subconsciously mess things up. We don't feel aligned. We feel out of whack. And then a lot of times we either self-sabotage or we just give up because we are not happy. So we end up with a problem and we have a lot of pain and endless struggle and we keep going back and forth. So when you set end goals, these are some of the questions that you can ask yourself. What experiences I would love to have in order to achieve this goal? And that will guide you towards the how of your end goal. You have to align the how with that end goal. Don't just choose a how without knowing what experiences would I love to have in order to achieve this goal. And that is really a great guiding. And then setting up those end goals involve visualizing to really see the kind of experience that you want to have whether it's your personal or your professional goal, it's so important to understand your end goal and work towards your end goal. If you want to learn more about setting those end goals, listen to season three, episode 17. It's called An Effective Way to Set Career Goals that you will be excited to keep. The second reasons that we do not achieve our goal is that we set goals that do not align with our values. Knowing your values help you to know what is important to you. Goals that are not important to you are usually difficult to keep and difficult to follow through. This is also an alignment issue. You're not in congruence with these goals and it's a really uncomfortable feeling. These goals you're setting may be important goals, important to your group, important to your family, to your organization, but not as important to you. You may even think these are important goals, so you need to pursue them. So the bottom line is that if your goals are not important to you, if they do not align with your values, they will be difficult to follow. And listen to it. Season 2, Episode 7, Using Core Values to Decide on Your Next Level Career Opportunity. And when considering goals that are aligned with your core values, think of setting goals that you're excited about, goals that help you live the life you love, goals help you to feel true to your authentic self and nature, goals that help you to feel alive and healthy and vital. Goals that make you that main creator of whatever you do in your life. Number three, reason why you do not accomplish your goal is that you do not believe that you can do it. Many people give up 
on their goals. Many times you don't believe that you have the competence or maybe the confidence to achieve these goals. You don't believe in something, then we really don't put our all into it because we just find ourselves falling back and saying it didn't work. Many times we fall back because we feel as if we don't have the competence to do it. And so it's easy when we fall back, we could say things like something happened, you know, like life got in the way or something happened. So that's a way of not facing up to the fact that we really don't believe that we can do it. The way that I help clients to build that confidence in their goal, I go through this method called the reverse gap method. They look back and they look at all the things that they have already accomplished. And that gives them confidence to know that they have what it takes to accomplish many goals. And I also use this courage framework, courage loop. So you just go ahead and you do it with one small action. The one small action will build competence. You realize, oh, I can do it. And with that competence, bring confidence. And then with confidence, you want to do a little bit more. Take that action, that action, build that competence that you need, which builds confidence. And it's a loop and it builds it up. A lot of times it's easy to just take small bites of your goal or even choose really small goals that you know you can because when you see those quicker results it makes you feel confident that your goal is gonna work. A lot of times though that doesn't always work because you may have goals that will take a while for you to see the results. And in those cases, we really do a lot of mindset work in order to build that belief that you can do it. The fourth reason why you do not accomplish your goal is that you do not have the identity of someone achieving that goal. So if you do not have that identity, you do not see yourself as that, as that person that's achieving that goal, it's usually very difficult for you to do so. So you cannot identify with it and therefore it doesn't happen. And this book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks says that each of us has an inner thermostat that's determining how much love how much success, creativity we allow ourselves to enjoy. And when we exceed that inner thermostat setting, we will often do something to sabotage ourselves, causing us to drop back into our old familiar zone where we feel secure. So we have this inner setting where we see ourselves. We have that identity of ourselves and it's subconscious. And once we reach that, limit, we can't go above it. So having that identity is so important and we have to start changing that thermostat. We have to ask ourselves things like, who is that person that I must become? What is it that I should be doing in order 
to see myself accomplishing that goal? Who are the people that I should be having conversations with? What books should I be reading? How should I move that upper limit where I can identify myself? I can see myself as that person accomplishing that goal. And a lot of people may say, who is that person that I must become? That means you're being fake. But in reality, you're not being fake. You're just moving that barrier, that upper boundary, the way you see yourself in a limited way. You can't identify as that person that can accomplish that goal. And the book, The Alter Ego Effect by Todd Herman says in quote, the alter ego effect is not about creating a false mass. It's about finding the hero already inside of you. It's a way to use your imagination to bring out your best. So don't when you start saying to yourself, I'm not like them, even though you want to accomplish, you know that your identity is something that you need to start addressing. So if you do not see yourself as that person accomplishing that goal, as I say, that will not happen. So in Atomic Habits, another book by James Clear, it says that the most effective way to change your habit is to focus not what you want to achieve, but on who you wish to become. So this is such a vital part of being successful with your goals. So when I work with my clients, this is a vital exercise that we do. So I usually walk them through. Who do you need to become in order to live out the vision that you have? How should you be thinking? What you, should you be learning? How should you be, be behaving? Where should you be? Who should be in your environment? And having mentors are important in helping you to build that identity. When you're exposed to people and environments who have a accomplish this goal, it helps you to realize that you can. And a lot of times it can help. And there are times when you still see yourself as different. Those people over there accomplish that goal. And building your identity is so important to identify with that person who can accomplish that goal. And I know there are people who may have an identity issue and they may be wondering why I've done all the work, I've done all the certification, I've gotten my PhD, I've seen situations where people want to go back to Africa to build a lab and they've had everything that they need. What is going on? I don't feel as if I can do this. They want to go back because they have a deep why. They have all that they need, they have their end goal. And, you know, they were there before they couldn't afford it. They didn't have the money and somebody came and helped them. And their why was to go back and try to, to create labs that are 
affordable and create access to help, but they find themselves not identifying with that person. And so that becomes challenging. So they have to go through coaching and work on mindset to overcome identity. And number five reason that you may not accomplish your goal is that you are not in a supportive environment. So if you're working on a goal in an environment where there are temptations that may derail you, it's very difficult. If you're, say, for instance, trying to have healthy eating habits and your home is filled with unhealthy food, it's difficult. If you're trying to stop drinking or smoking and your friends are inviting you out to happy hour, they're constantly offering you smoke or drink, it is difficult. And so creating that environment with the right people that are on the same page as you or doing something that you would want to model, like you're seeing somebody doing that, that's, also, that's very important when it comes to a supporting environment. So positive influence, being around people who share similar goals or have a positive outlook can really influence your own behavior and your mindset. When you're in a group with accountability, friends, coaches, accountability partner that really help you to move towards those goals and track your goals, have check-ins and encouragement. When you're in an environment with people who are supportive, they can share resources, share ideas, share knowledge and experience. That's what's surrounding you. That environment is important for you to be successful in your goal. When you reduce those negative temptations that we talk about, and you reduce things like even clutter, smoke, cluttering of your mind, cluttering of your space, anything that's causing distractions, temptation, and help you to focus on your goal, that's the environment that you need. Emotional support, moral support during this challenging time, those are the environment that you need. So you need an environment where there are people who are doing better, there may be mentors or coaches that's doing better. There are people you can look up to or people who can support you and less temptation. So, of course, you hear that, that you're the net result of the five people you surround yourself with. And that is so true. So having that environment is so important. And without that, you may not accomplish your goal. An environment of stress, also an unpleasant, disorganized, stressful environment can really hold you back from accomplishing your goal. So here you have it. Five reasons you do not accomplish your goals and what to do instead. These are the five reasons you do not accomplish your goal. One, you set mean goal and not end goal. The second reason you do not accomplish your goal, you set goals that do not align with your values. The number three reason you do not accomplish your goal, you do not believe that you can do it. The number four reason you do not accomplish your goal, you do not have the identity of someone 
that achieve that goal. And the number five reason you do not accomplish your goal is that you're not in a supportive environment. And I was happy to not only lay that out to you, but to give you ways to combat those five things. A lot of people are not telling you about these important things to accomplish your goal. A lot of people are saying set goals and break them down into manageable and go ahead and achieve them. But with neuroscience, this is what I help my clients to do. So someone could say to me, I do a couple of these. So why am I not accomplishing my goal? I set my goal to align with my values and I believe I can do it. But what I say to you is that is so important to look at all of these five things because you can have a goal that you believe in or maybe align with your values, but you may not have that identity. And it's really challenging if you don't have the identity of someone accomplishing that goal. A lot of times you may say, okay, I'm doing it. I'm starting. I'm stopping. I'm sorry. Something is holding you back. There's something from those five things that may be holding you back, starting and stopping, starting and stopping. You may find yourself even getting the job. Maybe say you decide to get a job and you go as far as that and then you self-sabotage and cause yourself to lose the job because somehow you don't have that identity of that person. Or there may be another reason out of the five reasons and you may quit. So being able to address these reasons will be your arsenal for success with your goals. And so what I ask you to do is start small with goals that you can check off, like all five things, and then start to build that confidence to accomplish your goals. So if you find yourself working on an important goal and you feel challenged with your belief, even with your identity, for that, just ask for support. So go through that inventory and see what is it that's stopping you. Is it your belief? Is it your identity? Is it that you don't have an end goal? Is it that you're just working towards something that's status? Oh, I want to be a CEO, but what's your end goal for doing that? And so you may be in the wrong vehicle. So re review that, review your list and see what is stopping you. And if you need help, reach out to me. So this was a real pleasure in working with you on the first of the year to talk about goal setting, to talk about the things that so many people don't talk about. A lot of times when we keep missing or slipping, we're looking at ourselves and we're saying something is wrong. Nothing is wrong with you. It's the way they train us to set goals. And I'm glad that when we come up with blocks, there are ways in which we can fix them. Just identify what is it that's stopping me and just try to fix them. So it was a pleasure sharing with you on this episode of Elaborate Topics Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can listen to this episode 
and other episode on directimpactbroadcasting.com or any of your podcast platform and share these out with your friends. You can jump on LabVine. LabVine is a partner and you can just go in, register for free on labvinelearning.com. They have a lot of great resources there and our podcast is on VineStream. You can have access to other resources and you can join us on Facebook and LinkedIn group and email us directly if you want at elaborate topics at directimpactbroadcasting.com. So I am so happy I was able to share this with you and don't be shy. Reach out to me. I'm on LinkedIn, Lona Gordon Small. If you need support in setting some important career goals and professional goals for yourself for 2024. And until we talk again, have a great one. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elaborate Topics.